Hello everyone and welcome to the first Suffolk Business Podcast uh, with your host Media Bros. We are at Hinlocksham Golf Club who have kindly um, sponsoring the podcast. Um, what the podcast is all about, Jake, explain to them. Yeah, so basically what we wanted to do is interview loads of different um, business owners in Suffolk, hear about their stories, hear about their experiences um, and also their life as an entrepreneur as well and what yeah. that brings, whether there's any highs, lows anything like that. And what's good is that we get to meet loads of interesting people and hear about all their different stories. 100%, 100%. Today for our first uh, podcast, we have Kerry Wheeler from KW Sports Massage. Hello, Kerry. Hiya, how? So, Kerry, let's kick it off. Um, Let's just dive straight into it. Tell us a bit about KW Sports Massage, what you do, where you're based, etc. Okie dokie. So, uh, as Jack says, I'm Kerry from KW Sports Massage. I uh, am a sports massage therapist, but I also offer Swedish massage and pregnancy massage. Um, I'm also a clinical Pilates instructor um, and an NLP um, practitioner and neurolinguistic programmer. So, I bring together that kind of mind and body, if you like, um, rather than treating everything individually. Um, I'm based in Ipswich. I've got a clinic in my garden um, in West Ipswich and I also work with a local physiotherapy practice in Hadley Uh, so yeah I get to see lots and lots of people I also run a couple of Pilates classes in Great Blakenham so really local yeah yeah amazing how um, is the NLP stuff going and explain to people what exactly that is oh that's so difficult Um, it's something that actually a lot of the practitioners I speak to we all really struggle with it because it's really individual so neuro-linguistic programming in its sort of basic form I suppose is about rewiring the brain it's about creating those neural pathways that for me I think help you live your best or become the best version of yourself so um, yeah it's it's fascinating. It can help with all sorts of things, you know, whether you're just um, struggling with things generally a little bit, if you're a bit of a career pathway and you're like, I don't know where I'm going or whether I need to change direction. If you're struggling with relationships or phobias, there's so many uses for NLP. But I find I use it just in my everyday language with my clients as they're, you know, being massaged or through yeah. Pilates, whatever. So it's got a massive, it's got such a wide use. It's a really broad kind of treatment if you like it's a talking therapy but it's a massively broad thing that can be used in so many different ways yeah i love Uh, it when did it like when did it all start as well that's what i'm really interested in where did this whole love for sports massage therapy all come from or did you kind of come onto it organically it's yeah and it's really interesting because when i was thinking about this podcast i was thinking about my career history Mm. and it's been very varied when you look at it if as if if you looked at it as a cv it would you'd be like why how did she gone from that to that to that But everything kind of works its way and everything made sense at the time. So the whole massage world came out of um, my divorce, weirdly. Um, I'm not very good at sitting at home on my own. And I was um, I was in the police at the time and I started doing like these, um, you know, the home parties and skincare and Mm. cosmetics and all that sort of stuff. Did a little bit of facial training so that I could do a proper facial treatment. And everyone kept saying, oh, do you do massage? And I was like, no. And um, in the end, I just got so fed up with people asking that I just, I'm just going to go and do my training. So I did my Swedish massage training, fell in love with it. And um, so then I took it on to the sports massage and then fell in love with it even more. So I then pursued that a little bit further. And I didn't, I never intended it to become a business. You know, it was always just something to do in my spare time and started off just treating friends and family. Um... And then before you knew it, suddenly it was friends of friends. 
and then friends of friends mm. of friends and word of mouth was just awesome. Um, when was this? What kind of year? Are you, are you... So I've been fully employed or self-employed um, for just over two years now. So I did my training back in 2014. So it was a slow burn. You know, it wasn't mm. it was never intended to be a business. So uh, it was it just kind of ticked over in my spare time and it was actually Jack that gave me the kick to make the jump from the police. It. Yeah, it was. It. It's literally. I've trained with Jack for a couple of years and we were in a session one night with or one evening with my mum and we're just trotting along on the old cross trainer. <laughs> and he just turned around and said, Kerry, why are you still in the police? And my mum turned around and looked at me and just thought, yeah, why are you? And it just... So it was like that kind of epiphany moment. You kind of needed that to push you on. Yeah, I mean, it's something I'd kind of been stewing about. And I had reduced my hours with the police and things like that um, so that I could do more massage. But I'd never really had the confidence or the belief in taking that final jump, you know, to go from an employed job where you earn a decent wage. Um, you know, you've got the perks of pensions and sick mm-hmm. leave and holiday pay yeah. and all that lovely stuff. Yeah, we don't see any of that. No, <laughs> no exactly. And, um, you know, so to then go, actually, could I do this? Could mm. I actually make this a proper job, a proper business and still be able to pay my mortgage mm. and eat? Um, but it took that kind of, I think, somebody else on the outside to kind of go, you can do that. Um, and also the support of my family was really important. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm, I'm on my own, so I haven't got that second income coming into the house. And I think that's probably one of the biggest challenges that I know we're going to talk about. But that risk, I suppose, was significant mm-hmm. to suddenly not have that regular pay packet coming in. Mm-hmm. And I think that for me was one of the biggest things. Let's move on to, to challenges because... All, all entrepreneurs have, have difficulties in their company and, and speed bumps they need to get over. But you talked about being in the police and then you talked about moving on and to, to full-time self-employment. Talk to us about whether you've been challenged to go back to the police or, you know, yeah. I know there's been times in your life where you've gone, hmm, I'm, I'm, this, is a, this is a struggle. Yeah. Shall I just jump back into police and take the easy route out? But all of those times you've said no. Which is strong. That's the hardest thing, and, and seriously like, admirable. Yeah, yeah. To absolutely. go to go from that kind of stable yeah. job, like you said, to to starting your own business. Like I always say that I was quite lucky in the sense that I kind of went straight from um, I kind of fell into entrepreneurship. I didn't really have that nine to five job that I had because I think if I had that, I'd have got really comfortable. And this is why I always empathise with people that talk to me and say, "Oh, you know, I've, I'm thinking about starting a business." I'm I'm in a job at the moment. I don't know when is the right step to get out of it. And I always have so much respect for it. So yeah, what, what has been? The, um, the interesting thing, I think what I did was because I knew that I needed to earn X amount of pounds to pay mm. my bills and to live a vaguely comfortable life. Mm. What I did was actually took a little part-time job where I had a little bit of income coming in. Yeah. So even though it, it you know, was only a small contribution to the monthly requirement, if you like, I knew I had something coming in. Um, And so basically could then ease into it Mm. a little bit rather than that complete jump. Um, And but within a few months, realistically, that became unrealistic. And I then changed. It's taking like 
uh, <clears throat> you know, one step back to take two forward. And sometimes you have to take that sacrifice financially, but know that you've got more time that opens up and then you can absolutely. focus on everything else. But you, you talk about challenges, Jack. So yeah, absolutely. What I found was there were times when perhaps I wasn't as busy or I went on holiday, um, which is always a bit of a luxury. It's a huge challenge. It, it is <laughs> because, you know, in the run up to the holiday, you're thinking, oh my goodness, I'm taking, yeah. you know, two weeks off or whatever. Mm. Um, I need to cover that expense. I need to, you know, because it's kind of a double whammy when you work for yourself because mm. not only have you got the expense of the holiday, you've, you're not earning for those two yeah. weeks. So and you worry about, yeah, you worry also about retaining clients once you get back. Absolutely. If they've got a problem, they might go somewhere else and then suddenly yeah. it's a problem. So. Um, so, yeah, you know, I think for me, it has been quite a bumpy couple of years mm. um, and there have definitely been times when I've just like, what am I doing? Um, I think it's very easy to become overwhelmed and the the biggest thing for me, probably about four, six months ago, I was so busy, which was excellent. Mm. Busy in my business, treating clients, seeing clients. And that's amazing. That's where we, we all want mm. to be. What nobody tells you when you become a business owner is that you have to be an expert in massage, NLP, Pilates, whatever. But you also need to become an expert in running a business. Mm. So you're suddenly an accountant, marketing expert, PR, mm. social media, yeah. you know, admin assistant. You're just all these millions of things. And it all takes time. So whilst you're trying to fill your books with clients, suddenly you're then also doing all these other things. And it all takes time. Yeah. Um, and I think I found myself in a position where I suddenly realized I just was never switching off. I was always thinking about the business. I was either treating or I was planning, thinking, oh, I must do this, I need to do that, which is all terrible NLP language, the musts and the needs <laughs> and the have to. Um, but, you know, it literally was sitting in the back of my mind all the time and I was finding it really hard to switch off. And that's where that whole overwhelm came in. And I just thought, what am I doing? You know, constantly thinking about the business, which, yes, you, you, you're always going to to a degree, but there was never that switch off. There was never mm. that rest. I would sit and watch TV, but I'd have the laptop on my lap or I would be yeah. you know, writing something down. There was always other stuff going on. And I think what I've learned is a really important part of that is to take time out for myself. I have to take mm. myself away from the business. And whilst having those holidays or that holiday is a luxury, actually it's a really important thing for me because it gives me space to breathe, to rest and recover, um, which is something I'm always talking about with clients. You know, mm -hmm. you know if you're overtraining, you need to... you become like a hypocrite because you, <laughs> you give all this information out and then you're yeah. not actually doing it yourself. Absolutely, you're overtraining. You need to just yeah. wind it back, allow rest and recover. Um, but that that time allows me to take myself out of the business to just sure. kind of refocus. Um, and yes, I've thought a million times about going back to the police mm. because it's in theory easy. Um, you know, it's a job sitting there waiting for me. I know how much I learn. I know how to do the job. You know, it's mm. easy. Would I be happier there? Probably not, you know. And yeah. it is nice to be able to go, actually, do you know what, Thursday morning, I'm going to go and see Jack and Jake and do yeah. a podcast. Um, or actually, I'm going to go and have cuddles with my new niece yeah. or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, I might just take next week off. Yeah. It, you know, it's it's the it's pros nice and cons, isn't freedom, it? Freedom, flexibility. I Absolutely. think we always, don't we? We always, as self-employed people, we always compare the other side and we always think about the good stuff. Yeah. And when we're in it, actually, we try to not 
what happens is we don't often think about the the bad stuff that goes on inside and the sacrifices you have to make. I always say, with everything good, you have to make some kind of a sacrifice. Obviously, we talked about being self-employed and having to actually be fully operational and do all those kind of things like you said, but also be in the business. But there's other things that, you know, aren't quite as easy. Um, You know, when we talk about a full-time job, then there's so many different things that come alongside with that that are actually bad like you're capped your financial levels capped whereas what we do you know at any moment you get an opportunity that comes through the door and you're like yes this is the one yeah. and it takes you up to another level yeah. and it's almost like a game we always call it a bit of a game don't we? like a role-playing game like you go through different levels you go through different chapters and you meet new people who help you along and, and all this kind of thing and i think there's that excitement there's that process which like you said you don't get with another full-time job and obviously as a business owner you get to experience that every day and i I think it's really important to notice that every business goes through highs and lows absolutely Um, tom billiou he i put something on instagram the other day tom billiou who's got an amazing podcast the impact theory he um showed um a video on his instagram the other day with a marble going down a straight line and a marble going up and down up and down up and down and that marble reached its destination a lot quicker than the straight line marble. Absolutely. So it shows that the highs and lows, you'll always move at a faster pace. Absolutely. And you're right, um, Jake, it is exciting as, you know, stressful as it can be mm. sometimes. It is exciting. You know, I'm, I'm going through a very exciting phase at the moment. Can we talk about that now? Let's talk about yeah. it. Yeah. So, um, so, yeah, I'm Kerry from KW Sports Massage. But as we've already alluded to, I do so much more than that. And... In the back of my mind for a little while, there's been something brewing and I've made the decision to rebrand. It's a bit of a brave move, I suppose, for a small business, but I think I've outgrown KW Sports Massage. If I'm talking about NLP, it seems silly to be branding that alongside KW Sports Massage. It doesn't make sense. It's Mm. not congruent for me. So um, I am literally, I've just seen the first draft of my new website. Um, So yeah, (laughs) it is exciting. It's very exciting. I sat there and opened it with kind of some degree of trepidation and then just went, oh my gosh, I love it. Um, So uh, yeah, so KW Sports Massage will be kind of phased out um, and launch date is actually yet to be uh, decided, but Keep Well is going to be the new company name. Little play on the KW. Um, So Keep Well is my company name and then we'll sub-brand from there. Um, with the sports injuries, the massage, the Pilates, and the so mindset. So keep going to be like a, a holding company, yeah. and then everything else will sort of sits off. under that. Like a little like Virgin, exactly like Virgin. That's how I explain it when I'm trying to explain yeah, yeah. it to like my parents. I'm like, so it'll be like keep well like Virgin, and then you have Virgin Media, Virgin yeah. Money, etc., etc. So yeah, exactly like that. But it's all very exciting. I've got you know a great team of people behind me that have helped me to create the the look and the feel of what I'm trying to to. So everyone do. needs to, have, to to keep an eye out for keep well. Keep on your well, socials. Yeah. absolutely. Oh, there'll be a big big amount of work that will come in. Estimation how how long? Oh, within the know? next few couple of weeks. Be, oh, certainly so before well, Christmas. Close. We really are imminent. By yeah. the time this goes out, then keep well will keep be well will be keep well. Yeah, yeah, quite possibly. Yeah, depending on when you put this out. <laughs> yeah. So so yeah, but like <laughs> you know, playing. going back to what we we're saying, it is exciting. It's hard work, but it's exciting, and you're in control which sometimes when you're on your own is quite difficult, but I think that's where it's really important to have other business owners that you work mm. with. And this kind of thing is great. Mm. You know, Jack and I are very often, well, more me, but picking <laughs> Jake, Jack's brain and going, what do you think about this? And, you know, oh my gosh, it's a nightmare at the moment. How do and you deal with it? It's important that everyone realises those like 
communities exist. Like you can go on yeah. Facebook, you can join like a Facebook group. You can there's other people that you can chat to who are all like minded. Yeah, I absolutely. think sometimes the whole that people fall in is that there's nobody else like me. I'm only, I'm in this on my own. Absolutely, I'm, I'm doing this by myself. There's nobody That's else to give me that kind of advice. And especially if you're a sole trader, because you literally are on your mm. own. You know, you 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 haven't got that other person to go. What What do you think? Do you like this logo yeah. or yeah. not? Yeah. You know, my poor friends and family. They're like, okay, so have a look at this and give me your feedback. That is yeah. what they're there for. Yeah, absolutely. You are um, on your own in your business per se, but but not in that yeah, wider business you're community. You're a huge community in Suffolk. Also, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> No, yeah. it's brilliant. That's and part of the reason why we, we decided to build this podcast because it, it gives it actually gives Suffolk business owners a platform to describe what they do to a wider audience. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's it's just a good good opportunity mm-hmm. yeah, what we wanted to do. No, I think it's great. Good. Um, what advice would you give to we talked about you potentially going back into police, no struggles. What advice would you give to someone who's listening to this who has a, has a, is a self, self-employed self business owner who actually thinking about going into another job, full-time employment, they want their nine to five, they know what income they're going to get. What advice would you give them? If you're in the same position as I am, that you, you are self-employed and yeah. you're thinking about, oh, it's too hard, I need to go back. Take a step back and actually look at where you've come from. And this was one of the big things that I did. I sat there and actually looked at the last two years of my business and I tracked produced a graph in excel i was quite proud of myself um but i tracked my income and my expenditure and my profit and i looked at what the business had done in the two years and it everything had you know my my good stuff had doubled Mm. and i kind of sat there and went okay so it's been really hard work but look where i've come and actually you know where do I want it to go? What am I? Am I actually achieving what I set out to achieve? Um, so I think it's not always a good thing to look back, but I think sometimes it is I because it can be really yeah. helpful to see how far you've come and actually that you are succeeding. Yeah. Had that of graph been going the other way, then I think I'd have been going. As knowledge is power as well, isn't it? In the sense that you kind of have to evaluate, you have to mm. analyze things that have gone on in the past in order to make good decisions about the future because if you can see that's working that's not working this is working then it actually helps you work out a, a plan like if somebody's saying oh I want to own a business but um, I'm in a nine to five I don't know actually kind of looking at what your worst case scenarios might yeah. be looking at you know next week this might happen in a year time that might happen how am I going to maneuver around that so it being like truly truly analytical about what could happen and what has yeah. happened Instead of just being like, oh, I'm my own business, but I can't. Yeah, no, absolutely. And you have to be really honest with yourself. Mm. And I think you have to be brutally honest with yourself. Really strip back all that kind of ego and go, okay, what do I want this business to achieve? If I'm not achieving that at the moment, what steps or how can I achieve that? Mm. What do I need to do um, or what will help me to get to where I need to be? Um, But also kind of looking at the wider picture you know is someone else doing and what are they doing that actually i like and that can help me not copying but Mm, just mm. using their models to help yourself um because you can't do everything no you can't you can't do everything and and like only a superhero could probably do everything exactly Um, and you know it's where you go you know website building for example mm. Yes, I could probably teach myself how to create a website, but that time time and effort, exactly. 
why do that when I've got somebody who yeah. I know is going to do that? She's trained. She knows what she's doing. She can build that, mm. you know. Yeah. And then what we were talking about earlier is that's when actually some ideas that you hadn't thought of come out. Oh, absolutely. Because you're like, okay, yes, this person is seeing it from a different angle than yeah. I am. They're kind of bringing all these ideas to the table, absolutely. which might not necessarily happen if you sat down on Squarespace for like yeah. the right. <laughs> And I, yeah. I think that's yeah. where that kind of that honesty comes in, where you sit there and go, actually, I can't do this. I haven't got the right skill set for that. Mm. Who do I know, or who do I know who might know somebody else? Um, you know, so you know, with the logo design, yeah, you can go on and you can pick up a logo and mm. all that sort of thing, aren't you? But actually. Having somebody else look at it with a designer's eye. Yeah. Mm. Um, you know, for example, with the Keep Well logo, there was something that I wasn't happy with, so we tweet, we sort of discussed it, and then we tried that, and we we're like, that, you know, that doesn't work right. Let's try this. Let's try this. Let's try mm. this. And you know, you get there in the end. And so I think you know, with that whole, do I stay or do I jump back to, back to employment? You know, if if that's what you want, then fine, crack on. But is there also that happy medium? Could you do your self-employed work for maybe three days a week yeah, and yeah. have a couple of days employed yeah. work? No one's saying so, you just do one or the other. No, either. absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, that worked for me for a few months when I first left the police. But that wasn't going to work for me longer term because mm. I was just being t- pulled in too many directions. But, again, it's that honesty. It's it's what, what do you want? And, and why are you doing what you're doing? You know, mm. why am I self-employed? Why am I massaging and mm. yeah. teaching Pilates, etc.? Why am I doing that? And once you, I think once you know why you're doing something, you find your driver and yeah, from I, I there like, you kind of get yeah. your motivation and you kind of get re-energised, don't you? And yeah, think, we talk to people and we say... What is, you know, what is your why? Simon Sinek, have you read his book, Start no. With Why? So it's like, what is your why? And then they say, well, obviously to make a certain amount of money. I go, yeah, but why do you want to make that yeah. money? Or to be, you know, be with my family. But why do you want that? And then you start to really find yeah. out what their values are. And as soon as you know your values, as soon as you know why you are doing something, then I think, like you said, that super evaluative mindset comes from it and then you're able to actually build Absolutely. upon that. Yeah, it's really important. What's next? What's next? I mean, we, oh, we don't no. like five-year plans because no. everything can change. Do you know what? Like, the, the in one, a matter of a I don't like a week plan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and this is one thing that I really have fallen down on. I do not have a business plan, which a lot of people will absolutely tell me and just go, what the hell are you doing? That mm. is your number one Restricts you, if anything, don't sometimes. Agree don't agree I, um, So I don't have a business plan. Um, what is next is launching Keep Well mm. and moving that forward. It's um, streamlining my business to make it as efficient as possible uh, so that I'm using my time wisely. I think the one thing that I've really learned is that my time is m- really valuable. Yeah, time's money. Well, it is, but it's also really valuable mm. as a, um, you know, an asset. If I want to give you my time, actually, that's, you know, yeah. that's a really yeah. big yeah. thing. Yeah, of course. So, actually, I want that time to spend with family. You know, I've got two mm. young nieces and I want to be able to go, actually, do you know what? I'm gonna, not going to work that afternoon. I'm going to take the kids to the park 100%. or whatever that yeah. might be. So um, it's about moving my business forward in terms of continuing to inc- increase the revenue, increase my profit, but at the same time, making it more efficient. Yeah. So I'm not running here, there and everywhere. I work out of a number of locations, which is great, but actually... The time that I spend yeah, traveling between, between those yeah. locations is lost time. Um, 
So I've started listening to podcasts in, the, in those times. Yeah. Might listen to the Suffolk Business yeah, one, yeah, you never yeah, know. That, um, that's a big one. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's those finding time in those places um, that cool. is kind of my priorities really over the next few months, certainly. To wrap up, where can people find you? So where I'm, all, I'm all over the social. Yeah, I love it. I love it. <laughs> um, so everything at the moment is under KW Sports Massage or variations of, but uh, basically most of my stuff is done on Facebook. Uh, the business page is uh, KW Sports Massage. Um, but I'm on Twitter a little. Um, Instagram is a growing area that I'm working hard on. I keep following these guys called Media Bros who keep banging <laughs> on about Instagram. So uh, I'm on there. I am on LinkedIn. Um, and obviously, I have got a website currently, which is kwsportsmassage.co.uk. Moving forward, and hopefully by the time this is mm. launched, you'll be looking for Keep Well. And the website for Keep Well is uh, www. Obviously, uh, keep well. uk. There is no co in it. So okay. it's Keep well. well. dot uk. I like the UK because it's like more like UK. Keep well. UK. Yeah. There we go. There you Jay, go. Jay, Jay, yeah, really Check good. you out. <laughs> well done. Um, lastly, as well, one last question um, and something that um, we're going to ask all the guests. Obviously, you're the first one. Now you're making me nervous. Yeah, um, <laughs> big, big. What is the best thing about running a business, um, A, running, running a business, and B, running a business in Suffolk as well? I think for me, um, it's my clients. Mm. Um, in my business, you know, someone comes to me with chronic pain. If I can reduce that or take it away and help them to be in control of that, that's the best thing for me. Seeing someone walk out, standing taller or being able to move better or just feeling better it's for having had life. that time. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Amazing. Um, that's a good answer. Yeah. Cool. Carrie Wheeler, keep well. Yeah. Yes. Keep well very much. <laughs> Thanks ever so much, guys. Cheers.